Are you ready to take a voyage of discovery into everything a marketing leader needs for success? Well, join us as the good ship CMO combo takes us into the unknown. And that unknown is the future because Yaya Mohamed Mao, head of marketing and business development at Swiss GRC, is examining how VR and the metaverse could be the next leap forward for customer experiences. Hi, Yaya. Welcome to the CMO combo. How are you doing today? Hi, Wal. Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure and looking forward to, to speaking with you on, on a very interesting topic. It's definitely a very interesting topic. It's one that I've been wanting to explore for a while on the show because it's one that it's coming up a lot in conversations between CMOs at the moment, talking about the metaverse, talking about AI applications, and particularly talking about how it works with customer experience. So very interested to dig into that topic with you today. But before we do get into that, Yaya, maybe you could introduce yourself to our audience and maybe tell us a bit about why you wanted to talk about this topic specifically today. Absolutely. Well, I'm uh, I'm currently working as a head of business development and marketing at uh, Swiss GRC. Swiss GRC, just to, to explain a bit, so we were a, a software and consulting company in an area which is uh, very specific, which is called really governance, risk management, and compliance. But we also see the the link to 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 really the latest technologies because because of the the likes of risk management or governance and compliance topics are are very very important these days because we see a huge risk landscape that is coming coming in or even even increasing. And yeah, that's that's pretty much my position. But then besides that, I'm also very engaged when it comes to startups, so where I do advise them, mentor them. And uh, and then of course uh, something I'm very passionate about is uh, uh, not not just reading, but I also try to to contribute by writing. So you might have then come across uh, several articles that I published on the latest technologies. FinTech is something else I'm very passionate about, and uh, but also the link for, between FinTech and metaverse. Where we can we can say, hey, what that what kind of payments will will uh, will we have in the, in the, in the metaverse and the, the those kind of things. So in that uh, I think this is maybe then how how I then I'm, uh, I myself. Uh, Found and and uh, at a CMO alliance because uh, we're we're seeing the potential of being in touch with like-minded people. So it's it's not just about classic marketing. How can we market product? But uh, what I'm uh, really enjoying is um. But also th- thanks to those say CMO uh, CMO converse, we really discuss latest technologies. And uh, then I'm seeing that there are many many marketers uh, out there who who aren't classic marketers anymore, but really tech marketers. This is something I found very very interesting, and I'm passionate about it. For sure, it's it's a very interesting time to be in in the marketing world because there is all these new channels, these new technologies evolving at the, all the time. So I think people are quite aware of what AI is at this point in the audience, and people are very aware of what customer experience is. But let's let's maybe define what we mean by the metaverse when we're talking about this conversation because it's a term that gets thrown around a lot. But let's see, let's define it so we know that we're all on the same page um, before we get into this conversation. I think when 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 you of course hear the metaverse, you you would you would come across tons of articles where probably the the title or the first sentence would be this is the future of the internet. This is what they what they would tend to say. So would say you see internet uh, 3.0, 4.0, so whatever really really highlighting the the potential of 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 the metaverse. But interestingly, uh, as it's also the case with with the main technologies these days is. The metaverse is not that new. So it, it, uh, the the ideas of of the metaverse have existed somehow in the past, and um, and uh, it it is uh, I mean it is now that um, maybe the time is right to really have the the metaverse introduced into into, into our daily lives, 
And uh, this is maybe why, why we, we tend to speak these days very often about the metaverse. And uh, I mean, metaverse, interestingly, is just a combination of two words. So when you hear metaverse, metaverse is about this, the, the meta and the universe. So it's not just one universe, but you have meta universes there. And then the, the idea of the metaverse, then from my understanding, would be then combining uh, also several technologies. But this, this is what, what I also con uh, consider uh, very important to, to, to think about when, when we discuss the metaverse. So within the metaverse, which we we try to to combine several technologies, so including virtual reality, virtual, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, and um, yeah. So so within the metaverse, we would have then a set of technologies being combined together, and um, this is maybe what uh, what makes the metaverse very very interesting these days. Not only to investors, but also those who who, who would like to impl implement uh, uh, the metaverse in their daily lives. Or in daily business and uh, customer experience is a is a topic uh, where where I myself see a very huge potential because there's a, there's a, there's a lot of uh, ways we can improve customer experience the way it is currently. Definitely, definitely, um, and customer experience is going to be so important moving forwards, um, particularly with the way the economy is in a lot of areas right now. Retaining customers is going to be absolutely essential, and the best way to do that is to give a good customer experience. But what is a good customer experience right now? What are customers expecting from their interactions with brands? So maybe maybe, maybe we should we should define what customer experience is for us. Yeah, generally. Yeah. So customer experience. Uh, when the the term customer itself is when you hear of customer, especially in businesses, or you you will think of a new customer. Mm -hmm. So customer get, get us customers is automatically get, get us new customers because uh, there's there's always the, the drive of generating revenue as soon as possible. But what we what we forget is that uh, the customers we have are, are those that, that can also help us in growing because they 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 are what what I call the the low low hanging fruits because with with with, uh, with existing customers there's a there's a huge potential always to do so so I I see what all of the experience I made so far is especially in the IT sector is um, there, there's really lacking the, this the, those automated processes where you already know uh, okay how to deal with it, with a, with a current customer. And how also to well to to grow your business with with this customer, because we we tend to believe we 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 uh, we want a customer, so that's fine. So getting the customer, doing the project with the customer, realizing it, and once uh, for example the, the 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 software is implemented, for us then uh, the, we 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 would tend to say okay the the project is done. But uh, I would say it is at this moment that the the whole customer relationship starts then. So how how can you keep a customer? So so what I'm what I'm seeing also is um. When you're a customer, I'm I'm I'm, I'm really uh, I tend to speak uh, from uh, from uh, the the sector I work in, which is then of course the, the the information technology sector. But we 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 I would say we make the the, the mistake of of uh, considering um, considering the the customers we have as as, as some somewhat given, saying okay, thank you, you're you're with us, and then as long as the customer doesn't complain, so uh, doesn't complain, so we might expect that the customer is happy with us. And then out of the sudden, the customer leaves, goes to the competitor, and then we wonder, hey, why, why did the customer leave? So I would say, well, we did, maybe maybe we haven't spoken with the customer for for a while. So the the, the whole customer experience part shouldn't be just about about getting the customer uh, to, to to use our products or services, but also really uh, it, it is it is a huge process. We're starting from the first day we speak with the customer. And uh, and then the 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 whole uh, I I, uh, I tend to name also the the customer lifecycle. It's not just about product lifecycle because we 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 discuss a lot about discuss a lot about product lifecycle innovation. 
but uh, we we forget that 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 uh, that a customer also has a certain life cycle. So how how can you make sure that a customer doesn't stay with you just for a couple of months, but maybe for five, ten years? And customer experience plays a plays a, a huge role there, and uh, and the innovation should also be be uh, should also directed uh, to towards customer experience, not not, not just focusing on the products we have. But we we have customers that are very valuable, and the customers you who have been with you as as a company for 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 years are uh, have having a value that 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 you can't can can't even estimate in uh, in in words or or in figures. Definitely, definitely, and your customers they don't just freeze in place; they're not like captured in amber as soon as they become your customers. Like their needs and priorities can change over time, so you need to keep track of that. That like you can't just treat it as a given as you said, when they become a customer, their needs and their priorities might change. And you need to adapt how you interact with those customers over time as well. Um, is that something that AI, the metaverse is going to help with keeping track of customer expectations, seeing how they evolve over time, that kind of thing? What is interesting, you you mentioned, of course, the customer expectations, expectations that tend to, to, to evolve. They do develop because today you have access to, to a huge amount of, of information. So, but most of the time, customers know things even even better than than we we as a software service provi- provider know. So our customers just just would come towards us and say, "Hey, do you have a ChatGPT implementing your software?" And then you look at them like we're surprised. Uh, oh, ChatGPT, okay. And then it would be like the the worst thing that could happen is then saying, "I have never heard about." <laughs> and uh, most of the time, the the customer knows very well. So in, even when when it comes to AI, some 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 customers are very visionary. So because because they they use our products, so they and especially the, those customers who have been with us for years, they they can tell you very well where the weaknesses, or the strengths of of the product, and uh, the customer as as you mentioned, uh, the the expectations evolve. So for I mean from one day to another, they might say, yeah, maybe a, having AI in in our solution would be interesting because then it could help us automating uh, several tasks. Why? Why don't we have this solution? Why don't you have implemented uh, this this new technology that I have read? I don't know from uh, from uh, from a Forbes article, for example. So keep, keeping up with the, with, the, with, the, with the customer expectations is a, is a, is not easy to be honest because the the the, the customer, as, as I mentioned, has has access to a huge amount of information. So the, the the customer is very well educated. So it's it's not our job to educate the customer. But our job uh, as as marketers, but or or, or as a customer a customer experience specialist, would be to keeping up with 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 with, with the with the level that the customer already has achieved, and uh, of course, a new a new technology technology would would uh, would help us a lot because uh, I mean, if you, if you just look at the, the 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 metaverse, for example, I mean, the what what can the metaverse do? So what what is the fact is right now we're just talking a lot about the metaverse. So we were still lacking uh, specific uses, use cases. So many, of course, many many companies are trying to so somehow to to set up the metaverse to, to implement it in in their in their, their in the processes when it comes to customer experience, but also to relationship. But um, the, the main question still is okay, how how exactly can we really use the metaverse? So for for years it was already a huge innovation to have uh, to have chatbot. Mm-hmm. When you go to a website, uh, you you have a uh, have a kind of bot uh, the, the, that speaks with you, and now we we we're, we're at a point where where I would say we really want to to get the metaverse running in every company or in in our companies, but uh, still the use cases are still missing. So so what we can do is now is to have have those visions. Say hey maybe we can 
we 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 can use the metaverse for something. I I I had the idea of, for example, when when you go to well, when it comes to the the automotive sector and you want to buy buy a car. So why why should you why, why why do you have to go to the to to the centers where where they where they sell the cars? So you could maybe just stay at home, getting I don't know your your virtual reality uh, glasses, and then see the car by yourself from uh, sitting really comfortably at home. So this is maybe one 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 way of of uh, of implementing the the metaverse. And then at the same time, when when also it comes to customer support. Customer support is is quite cold these days. So it is when 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 you have an issue with a with a certain software, for example, or or whatsoever, then then you would have to call. And then when it comes to to to, to the big companies like for example Microsoft, you, you call there or you write a message, and you might get a, a reply from a, from a somewhere 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 else in the world. So it might be someone sitting in Australia, someone in India and Pakistan. You don't know. So so someone replies you. And uh, this is maybe something we, we could do make better with, with the metaverse. So really having the, the feeling you're really speaking with with, with someone. So when during COVID uh, we we got used to to, uh, to the tools of Zoom, Microsoft Teams, Microsoft Teams, uh, or or Google Meets, and then we we've learned that, that it feels quite personal to speak with you, to speak with me, and uh, doing everything virtually. So it has become something very common. And now, the, and now, of course, the question remains: Okay, the, the metaverse. How 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 can the metaverse help us? And if if you just look at what we have right now, we will just see some interesting graphics. So I, I would tend to say, uh, not not very high quality graphics. And uh, but then you would you would uh, you would say the metaverse may be related to to the gaming sector. So people, it looks very much like a like a video game. But uh, how can we implement it into? Customer experience. There's, there's of course a huge, huge potential there. Something, uh, something in the metaverse. But uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really missing those specific use use cases. Those, those examples that you can use uh, to, well, to uh, use as, as kind, kind of an inspiration. And uh, but yeah, this is simply missing when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the metaverse. And the same also goes with, with AI. But I would also say AI. There's maybe much more use cases that uh, that we can all that we have already implemented in, and uh, chat GPT uh, is is something is, is of course a topic everybody is now talking about, but uh, it's it's very it's a great example to see what what AI could could do, so so yeah that's 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 what I what I would say definitely and I think um, you raise an interesting point about the lack of use cases for. The metaverse and particularly like the the br applications there i really like the idea of like you're already seeing a lot of people buying cars and stuff just using apps like they're not even going to showrooms and stuff but having that vr sensation where you can actually see the car beforehand like that's an extra level that's an extra level of trust that you can build with the brands it's an extra level of just that wow factor that might be missing from just browsing on an app for a car and stuff like that you you were already seeing applications like this um well, similar things with with altered and or, or augmented reality, like you see stuff with like people planning out um, where bits of machinery go into fact- factories and stuff using that. You see it with um, like clothing brands and stuff being able to try on different outfits virtually, that kind of thing. But it'd be very interesting to see that taken to the next level with sort of a VR experience. Like imagine you're building a factory or something like that, where you want to see your full network mapped out if you're adding a new piece of software. Imagine being able to walk through that experience. That's an amazing customer experience that you just can't have in any other way without the metaverse, without these kind of VR applications. Funny, uh, another example that, that I was just 
uh, discussing yesterday is when uh, when you when you want to buy furniture for for your house for mm -hmm. right now you just go uh, you just go there you just uh, check okay uh, would well would, would I don't know would would a big furniture suit to this place or not and with the metaverse maybe you, you would see or how your house you would see or your living room and then uh, set up with 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 those new new furnitures so that that would be a, an, an amazing customer experience as well because because when you when you want to buy a furniture you, you but in the in the first step you just have to imagine so you say okay well uh, the, the, this will be okay this bed will maybe suit the 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 room for the children or maybe it doesn't and uh, you you never know and then once once the product arrives and you realize okay uh, when when you were in, you know, in the showrooms, uh, maybe the furniture looked looked better, and uh, so I mean, there's I mean as as you mentioned, there's a huge huge potential, all a lot of things we we could do, thanks uh, thanks to the metaverse. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the combination between the sort of tactile sensory experience of sort of physical person to person interactions, which are fallen a little bit by the wayside but then the convenience of being able to do it in your own home as well and i think that's a very very powerful thing i think convenience plus this tactile almost yeah sensory experience is going to be very very powerful in terms of getting customers engaged and excited about your product and co co convenience uh, is is all becomes becomes also important when when you consider the fact that uh due, due to the globalization we we, t we tend to, to make uh, our researches but uh, really not not only a specific country, but we just go to the, inter to the internet, Google something, and then I don't know, write down I uh, I want to buy I don't know the uh, a, a new 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 glasses for example, and then uh, you, you would see the results coming in from from countries and uh, maybe in Spain, Italy, and your base maybe in the UK, and then for for you it um I mean we 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 still today we we have the mindset that uh, that whatever we want to we we should be able to get it. So it doesn't matter if it uh, if if it is a uh, is in a store just close to our house or in a store maybe away a thousand of kilometers away from from us and so this this i i think this this feeling already exists because because nowadays you can order from literally everywhere so you can get your orders from 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 china as uh, as good as you can your orders from from the usa but also from central europe so uh with with, with the metaverse we would we would get something that um that has to come somehow. So, so I think somehow everybody is, is expecting uh, something that is like this, and even without without having a specific idea about it. But uh, I would I would even tend to say customers want it already, and uh, we we as marketers or or as customer experience specialists we we have to keep up with the, with those uh, customer expectations. I mean, I mean, and uh, when you when you when 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 you further speak about customer expectations when when it comes. To, to the support part, for example, a, a customer nowadays would go to the website and then expect that there's at least uh, a chat function. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody wants to write emails, nobody wants to call you, and then uh, finding themselves uh, uh, being told, hey, you have to wait, I don't know, for, for 10 minutes because there are the other customers wait. They would go immediately to uh, the chat function and say, hey, I need this and that, or can I order, or can I order here this product with you? So, so keeping up, keeping up with with customer expectations is, is for me like you know, I, I would I would say it's maybe the the biggest challenge when it comes to customer experience. How 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 can we be as good as as our customers want want us to be? Then I I suppose just to play devil's advocate a little bit here, I suppose the the thing with AI is that it's all on a business or a brand's 
implementation. Like there's nothing that the customer needs to do or have to be able to interact with a chat bot, for example. Well, they need a, a computer or a smartphone, of course. Um, but with the metaverse, the, you do kind of need quite expensive equipment to be able to access VR still. Like it's, it, there is kind of like a barrier to entry for the vast majority of the public out there. So is that maybe a reason why we're not seeing more metaverse use cases out there, just because there's not enough of an audience base out there? It is it is not just about uh, the equipment itself. So it's also the, the the main issue with the metaverse, in my opinion, also the the whole privacy, the cybersecurity problems. So so the these these risks are coming in, and they do already these risks. So once once you enter this metaverse, well, what will happen to your data? Because uh, you 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 would somehow sign over there, and uh, and then it's still. I mean, even though everybody is, is or many people are saying, "Hey, we we're getting into Web three, and it will be uh, all safer, decentralized uh, networks." But uh, but customers or generally private persons, you, you you would be very careful because it is it is a new technology. It's a new technology. You you would find yourself in this metaverse, so a whole new universe, and then uh, without really knowing what will happen to my data. And uh, with with uh, what kind of people will I, will I have to deal with? So that's uh, the, the, that's uh, that's a huge part. I would say technology is one thing, but also when when it comes to to, to the whole uh, risk management part. So that's that's a that's a, something that something that uh, many uh, many people would would, would make uh, afraid of uh, this this new technology. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I didn't even consider the the data privacy side of things. How do we get over these kinds of barriers then? Um, do we just have to wait for cheaper VR technology to be available in the market? And do we have to spend a lot of time doing some education on our side of things to sort of explain, yeah, the risk management side of things to, to the metaverse as well, before we can actually see it properly being rolled out as a as a mass market channel or platform or however you want to just, um, define it? In my, in my opinion, a challenge I see when, when, when it comes to, when it comes to to the risk management part or the managing those specific risks. What we see right now is that those who have the metaverse in, in their hands are the big players. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is already invested in, and the Facebook uh, has a Facebook who, who even renamed the whole company name into, into Meta. So we, we, we're seeing new technology coming in, new potential coming in, and then the, the same people are working on it. So uh, we, we've experienced uh, I think the whole world knows about it. So we, we I mean, the whole world, whole world has had huge problems with, with Facebook when it comes to the, the data privacy. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook tells you, "Hey, we, we've launched the metaverse." Mm-hmm. So that's that's very difficult. I mean, having having someone with 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 a with a, with a background with, with a specific background telling you, uh, "Well, uh, I uh, I can provide you with with a new technology." It is it is very much. I mean, maybe a, a tough a tough comparison, but when you have you have a criminal, a criminal who's been in the prison for years, comes out and then tells you, "You can trust me." So it is very difficult to, to uh, for 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 this person to to gain your trust. And um, and uh, what I what I'm really seeing is what I what I also consider consider quite sad is when when you when you see very interesting startups coming in, they provide the new technology. Most of the time, they end up getting bought or getting 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 taken over by those big players because they they have the, the, those financial resources. It's it's also something uh, something we, we've uh, we've already seen with with the uh, Ch- ChatGPT. ChatGPT has been uh, has been I would say has been has been introduced by by a very visionary and uh, innovative uh, company leader. But then when you hear uh, Microsoft is is uh, invested uh, has invested into ChatGPT for by having forty nine percent of the stake, Elon Musk is apparently also part of this. So you would see that the big players is still is still somehow present there. 
So this uh, this uh, this makes makes it difficult. So it is, I mean, you of course you have on, on the one side you have the the, the technology barrier, then on the other side it is just uh, a huge challenge when it comes to uh, when it comes to trust. And as as I mentioned before, customers the customers these days are very well informed. So a customer would straight go to. So would would straight make a, make a research uh, trying to find out okay what is this company what do they do who's behind the the, the company, and then if there's something that the company doesn't trust or even if it be just one one single sentence or what one single word in in a certain sentence that you have written uh, in your product description, then the, the you you would immediately use uh, this uh, this potential. So that's uh, that that's a uh, that's a big big problem. Definitely, definitely, and it's um. Is there a way out of that problem? Then is it? Are we just going to have to get over the fact it's it's the same old players involved in this situation? Or do you, do you know of any new startups that are on the horizon, developing interesting stuff, who aren't likely to get bought up? Like, where, what is the future looking like? In terms of how things can develop. Interestingly, um, I I see a very important role or important or duty for for marketers these days to uh, to educate those uh, those interests. So, what exactly do you offer, and is it safe? And if it's safe, uh, how can we come with we can prove to the customer that that what we offer is is safe for them, and that they can trust it? So, it, it is it is a, a certain a, to a certain degree, it is a, a duty for for us marketers to educate those customers well, to inform them very well, and and then at the same time, of course, also to, to support the whole startup e- ecosystem. I mean, they, this is one one of the reasons why why I myself am very engaged when it comes to startups. That we try to mentor them and to advise them. And then uh, so support them. So uh, just with, with the idea of showing, hey, you can also grow without really uh, having to having to be taken over by by, by a big player for Because I think the 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 future should, should be in a way that we we are maybe, we are less dependent on those big players. But right right now, there's one search uh, search engine which is Google. So most of the time, it's Google. Of course, there are others, being uh, the and and and, or, and the likes. But uh, we, we would still straight go to Google. Even if something is, uh, even if we have a difficulty in trusting Google, maybe, but we would still have to go to Google because Google has that uh, that uh, dominant. Same goes to Microsoft. Nowadays, there's, it's impossible to to have a computer without a Microsoft environment. So you 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 would have to have Outlook, uh, the, the the whole the whole office setups, or Word, PowerPoint, or whatever it is. So um, the the future is then. Um, I mean, it's not something we can just just predict. I I hope that that. Uh, but there's a way. There's a way out of this locking, uh, locking situation we are in. So we we depend on those big players, even though we we complain about them or we say, hey, well, the big players are not doing things as as we 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 would prefer. But still, it's uh still difficult. But uh, I mean, when when I, when I look, of course, what what is happening when it comes to AI to the metaverse, what I'm seeing is that those who are really pushing those developments are the end, those uh, small startups, the innovative startups. And I, I I really hope that those startups those startups can somehow grow without really depending on on, on the big players. Let, let, let's hope so. Let, let's hope that the new technology is sort of a, a leveling of the playing field rather than it just giving more advantages to the big players. Um, I mean that is what Web 3.0 or Web 4.0, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. was originally developed before it turned into this idea of the metaverse was to try and take the power away from the big players like Google and share it a bit more evenly across the board. Um, and I'm not saying we're, we're all going to stop using Google in the metaverse. I'm sure it's still, that will have a presence there. Um, but the aim of the game at the end of the day is to try and 
yeah, make the internet more accessible for people. At least that's from my perspective. But I don't know if you've thought, yeah. not Kanye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, what, 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 I'm, what is also interesting is that the, 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 those big players are, are also uh, investing themselves there. So, so for example, when you just look at big brands, when you go look at Nike or Adidas, the, the, the likes of them, they, they already have an NFT collection, for example. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so somehow um, they... What is it? What what is good on the one side is that those big players are also considering these technologies as as crucial for the for the future. So uh, maybe we'll we'll see then a future where even the big players will say, okay, we we uh, we should maybe do our certain efforts to to make people less dependent on us because customers expect it, expect it for example. So it is it it is always up to uh, it. Uh, the the question is how how can we meet the, the, those those expectations. And I think the, the 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 big players are very well well aware about it. For sure, for sure. And also, they have large amounts of resources. They can take gambles and invest money into these kinds of things. Like Microsoft spending a billion dollars on a metaverse project—that's a drop in the bucket to their total revenue. They can afford to spend that amount of money on it. Startups, smaller businesses—it's a much more of a gamble to start investing in this technology right now. What advice do you have for? smaller companies that are thinking about dabbling in the metaverse or thinking about looking into more AI applications that might be quite expensive to bring into their company. Like, How would you advise them to approach this kind of new environment that's evolving around how we approach our customer experiences? My my, my advice would be really to to, to highlight their, 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 or to put their efforts in, in, the, in being part of, of, a, of an ecosystem or developing an ecosystem. Also, the, the whole Thinking of, of a community, so the, the, this is why you, why why we're not speaking together because the CMO Alliance is, is a community for 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 marketers, and uh, for for startups, it's, it's, uh, it is important to not to forget that they are that they can be part of an ecosystem. They they are not the only startup in the world, but there are also other startups, other small companies. And if they somehow uh, manage to to work together in a way, it can be a what we call a co-competition. Co so so working together in a certain field, but competing in in another field. But uh, the, this uh, the, this would be also very very helpful because because within those ecosystems within those communities they, they could still find uh, some uh, some uh, some large investors I would say so without really having to depend on or be the big big players I mean I'm 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 not against the big players I myself uh, use them a lot or, or use their use their products a lot but uh, for for me if I just look at the, at the customer side it's important to be able to choose between several. Good products, so not not having to immediately choose a certain product because the, the, the because of the, because we feel this product is like the only good product. So in my opinion, there, there are many 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 good products out there, many good services out there, and uh, it's it's of course a question of brand because of those big players they they are very present because they they worked worked a lot on their brand. So when you when you hear Microsoft, you know what Microsoft is about immediately. When you hear Google, the same thing, the Nikes, the others, all the likes of them. So you 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 really know that. So startups, if they manage to to really also develop their brand, so that would be helpful. ChatGPT, again, good example, very uh, came out of nowhere, and everybody's talking about it because they 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 chose the right marketing strategy. Saying, for example, ten thousand people use it, and they say, sorry, limit, uh, we've reached the limits that you have to wait. So everybody was like very hungry to have have have. Everyone was feeling the, the the kind of hunger, saying, "Hey, I have to use it because I'm not allowed right now because uh, others are using it." So there, there, there are interesting marketing strategies, and uh, 
those uh, those uh, small small companies they they should do it. So I mean, I say marketing is not just about investing a lot in, uh, but it's also sometimes just about community. So you're using these communities because because you, for example, will have you you have your own network. I have my own network. So if I if I have a small company, I share it with you. You will share with your community. Your community shares with with their communities. So this is also a way of uh, of uh, of starting like without investing too much on something you you can't really predict when it comes to success or not. Definitely, definitely. And in, in terms of predictions as well, I, I was going to ask you about your predictions for new use cases emerging in AI, but you raised a good point with ChatGPT. It did pretty much come out of nowhere. Like if you'd asked me a year ago as a copywriter, would people be having serious conversations about AI writing all their content strategy? I would have said no. And fast forward to December last year and ChatGPT just explodes. And now there are very serious conversations being had about how AI could basically run an entire content strategy. So who knows what's going to happen in the coming months. But as a CMO, as you said, as a marketing leader, or just as a brand as a whole, you need to be aware of these emerging technologies. You need to be, because your customers, as you said, are aware of them. So in terms of staying aware of these new developments, where do you go to keep track of things? Do you have advice on how CMOs or marketing leaders can try and stay ahead of the curve of these new technologies evolving? So the, the, for me, the, the, the first thing we do is, of course, knowing about these technologies is, is the, the very first step. Knowing that those technologies are out there, and then in the second step, uh, understanding how can I use them? So what, what, how, how can they help me? So I really always like to, to, to really put emphasis on the word help, but not really replace. Because when we hear AI, when you hear, when you hear for some of those chatbots, we might say, okay, maybe they will replace us. Because once we start believing that they might replace us, we will immediately refuse using those technologies. And I always, uh, uh, I'm, I'm someone who, who likes to say technology is there to, to assist us. So you, you as a copywriter, I, I'm 100% sure AI will never be able to replace you. I hope so. I hope uh, so. Yeah. You hope so because uh, it's simply simply because uh, AI right now I would say is is not able to to uh, well to to have the, to have the, this uh, this a uh, certain degree certain degree of creativity or empathy empathy is totally missing there. But but AI is very important because it can help you it can help you it can assist you. And for example, what I mean a very use case I can imagine is when when it comes to AI, you you, you want to write an article. Right now, most of the time, you have to do the research yourself. But if, if AI can, can uh, maybe just bring together the top 20 articles on, on a certain topic that you want to write, then uh, you, you, you have already saved uh, hours of work. So they, this, they, they, this is what I'm seeing. So, so when it comes to technology, especially for marketers, the, the mindset should be, how can this technology assist me? But not how can it, how can it uh, replace me or what, if or what will it replace me? Definitely, definitely. That, I think it's a great note to end on there. Yeah, yeah um, thank you very much for joining me today. As I said at the top of the episode, this is a topic of conversation that it's been kicking around for a while. I think it's going to keep going as well, this discussion about new technologies, the metaverse and AI. But I hope today has been enlightening for our audience. It's certainly enlightened me about certain use cases, certain applications for the, these new tech, not technologies. Um, so I'm sure you found it useful as well. Thank you very much for joining me today, Yaya. It's been really interesting. Pleasure, Will. And thank you very much to our audience. We'll be back soon with some more CMO combos. Like what you heard from this CMO combo? Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a rating so the whole world knows how great it was.